Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good evening, Bucks fans. We are back. It's Real Bucks Talk. I'm Michael Pless, your host. Always joined, as always, my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it is finally here. It's football season. We are three, yeah, pretty much under 72 hours until the start of the NFL season, which is going to be hosted by our Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. But first things first, Mark, how are you doing? How are you feeling? You ready for this? I'm hyped the hell up. Like Bud Campbell said in the chat, it's football, less than three days. This is what we have been waiting a long time for. It doesn't seem that long, actually, because we won the Super Bowl. We're the latest ones to play. But, damn, it's almost like we want another one. I think everyone in the city, just every Buccaneer fan feels it, that there's another one capable. And pretty much we, if we don't blow it, we should be in the good running for it. So that's injuries given everything goes right. But before we keep talking, let me. I want to say this one thing. I want to say thank you to all the new subscribers, all the old subscribers, everyone who's been a part of this Robux Talk kind of just not mission, but just fun ride. I mean, we've all always been trying to give good content, and it's always good to see when people are appreciating it, commenting back, seeing the value in it. And it's just is cool just to see all the stuff happening in, in real life and kind of, and now it's football season. We get to break down even more. Ooh. It's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be fun. And thank you for being part of it. Yeah, most definitely. I echo that message as we are brought to you by Bucks Report and the Pigskin Podcast Network as well, as you saw that little intro in the beginning. Uh, So we are currently working on a Bucks Report slash Real Bucks Talk uh, intro. So hopefully we can get that uh, finalized here soon. But yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun one. Again, we appreciate all the support. A lot of people are loving the uh, Buccaneers no huddle offense video. So that's awesome. Uh, but with that said, uh, a lot of things have happened over, you know, the week since we were last live, you know, the final roster is complete. So I think we're going to take a dive into that and look at, you know, what this team is. Is it ready to, you know, take that next step and compete for another championship? Obviously we feel like it is, um, but let's go ahead and dive into it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the obvious ones that, we kind of always knew the wide receiver room was loaded and it kind of solved itself. The biggest thing was Jalen Darden or Mickens. We all knew it was Jalen Darden. Uh, Mickens was an outside shot for the return job, but guess what? Darden won it. Mickens in the practice squad. So that room's kind of normal. Evans, 
Godwin, Antonio Brown. Those three are going to be insane. Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden. Uh, I'll let you run through the offensive line now. Yeah, offensive line is uh, just like last year, which is great. You have Donovan Smith at left tackle, who's a stud. And then you have Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa won the right guard spot. And then you have Tristan Wirfs returning for his second year. Um, and then, you know, the interesting thing is they have OJ Howard listed as the second tight end, which I think is uh, that's a good sign for OJ because um, obviously he's a better blocker than Cam Brate. They're going to use Cam mostly in the slot and, you know, use them out wide um, in that fashion. Uh, and then obviously you have Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, Ronald Jones as the number one back, which I feel we agree on. And then Leonard Fournette as the, you know, sub kind of role player. And then Gio Bernard's going to do his thing. Yeah, so offense, there's there's no new starters. It's all just loaded all across the board. If you want to say Antonio Brown's a starting slot, I guess, maybe. That's different, but still, he was part of the team last year. Nothing's new. It's just consistency, and that's something we will talk about later in the, the podcast. This is just good. There's nothing but good things for the Buccaneers, and enjoy it. I mean, Hainsey made backup center. We all knew that was going to happen. Third-round pick, you deserve that. At least one here. Let's see until you prove me wrong. Uh, but either, other than that, the weapons are there galore. I mean, there's not much to say besides this could be an insanely awesome offensive performance year. So if you want to touch on anything else before we jump into the defense. No, I mean, you know, Mike and, you know, Mike Evans, that is, and, you know, obviously Tom Brady, you know, have talked about how their, you know, chemistry is much better than it was last season. And that makes sense. You know, guys have been together this whole off season. We actually had an off season. Uh, there was training camp, there's preseason games. So it just feels like everyone's on a better rhythm. And I think that's going to help out tremendously. And obviously having your offensive line, you know, intact, that's the biggest thing. Cause you look at teams across the league. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys are our first opponent. I mean, they have Zach Martin out and we'll get more on into that later, but you know, those are serious problems uh, because it's tough when you have to switch around your offensive line consistently. Yeah, and it's, it's so cool. I mean, look at this. Christopher Cole said, I hope to see three tight end sets. So do I. We mentioned that so many times last year, 13 personnel. We could run the whole entire offense in that and dominate, <laughs> which is funny. But, yeah, I hope to see the same thing exactly. In, I mean, not exactly. I hope to see it especially in goal line situations. You just – you don't know what to expect. We could run it. We could throw it. And all three could be wide open at the same time. Not to mention the wide receivers on the field too, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's besides the point. It's a good um, question here real quick. Uh, do you think Hainsey is the eventual replacement for Jensen? I guess that's the plan, right? I mean, they probably drafted him for that, but let's see. I mean, right. from the small sample size we had, I guess that's what half of a preseason game. It didn't look pretty, but. Imagine if you judged Rojo from that small sample size. You'd be upset too. But, hey, we'll see. I mean, it's definitely not for this year. It's for next year or moving on. Yeah. Special yeah. shout-out to Real Bucks Talk, guys. Ooh. Thank you, Bucks Report. Mm -hmm. Got Andrew in the house. What's up, Andrew? What is that? Taking it to the what now all night? What is that? Firehouse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, didn't Levert play center two md peel uh yeah uh, he he played everywhere he played all all, all five positions I, I think he's better suited as an interior guy so you know yeah. definitely guard or or center doesn't um, have the length for it right yep 
Yeah, but, but I mean, offensively, tight ends like where's he? Christopher Cole said, "I would love to see more thirteen personnel." Wide receivers, though, we're just so stacked. We have three number one caliber wide receivers, and a lot of things we're going to be touching on or referencing are. I don't know if you guys saw it. The Buccaneers had a okay season ticket holder questions to like some of the top stars of the Buccaneers. There was a whole lot of good info mm-hmm. of Mike Evans, Tom Brady, Gronkowski, and Levante David, all mentioning things that are so cerebral in the game. And it, it kind of opened you up to like how much Tom Brady thinks of it, how he's saying like how the defense is being blamed for the offense's mistakes. Genius. And it's like the NFL now today is being lazy because mm-hmm. of the rule changes. And it's, Insane. Something we'll talk more about later, but check it out if you haven't seen it. We'll run for reference across this whole live stream. It's going to be an action-packed long one, so get, get ready. <laughs> well, uh, let's jump into the defense. Yeah. What do you see with the defense? Front seven, insane, but go ahead. Yeah, I think you start right there. You look at the the front seven, and you look at the depth that we have You know, behind the starters. Obviously, Andamik and Sue, Vitavea, William Golston right there. That's very impressive, but then able to back that up with a Patrick O'Connor, Nunez Rocha, Steve McClendon, and also Khalil Davis, who is coming on strong. That That's really nice to have. Um, but and then you go to the linebackers. Obviously, it's very strong with JPP, Devin White, Levante, and Shaq Barrett. And then you have some good depth there as far as Anthony Nelson and Joe Tryon, Shoinka, uh, Kevin Mentor as your top linebacker sub. So... Yeah, very nice group right there to start it off. And look who else made it. Grant Stewart right there. Mr. Irre- Irrelevant himself made the roster. Special teams ace. <laughs> Let's see how long it lasts. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, that the bottom of the roster is truly fluid. So it's going to be crazy to see what happens if he, there's like an in and out with him. Right. But we'll see. We'll move on. Um, and then the secondary, a whole bunch of their younger names, but they're they're building their their brand. They're going to kind of be something this year. I truly believe that. So Carlton Davis, obviously your CB one, and Sean Murphy Bunting. They have him listed as number two. It's it's Jamel Dean. I mean, he may have gotten that, but Jamel Dean's probably there again on nickel. They're there seventy percent of the time. So Dean's outside. Sean Murphy Bunting is inside. Uh, and then Jordan Whitehead, Antoine Winfield, your safeties with Mike Edwards, literally subbing in as like one A one B. So what is your two cents on this? And then Ross Cockrell making it corner for free safety, strong safety kind of combo. Love mm-hmm. it. You like with that. Yeah. There's a lot of versatility there. And I think, you know, obviously Sean Murphy bunting is listed, you know, as, as the starter, because, you know, he can play um, in our base defense. I think they want to have him on the outside when we're in base uh, coverage. And then once we go to nickel defense, which is most of the time, like you said, uh, then he's going to go inside to the slot and you're going to have Jamel Dean come on. Uh, but you look at the safety group, obviously a lot of versatility there uh, with Mike Edwards, Antoine Winfield, and and Jordan Whitehead. And hopefully, you know, Jordan Whitehead was um, out of practice today, so hopefully he can find a way to get into the game. But uh, we'll just have to see. Again, we're very comfortable, you know, playing Mike Edwards uh, there at, at safety. And then obviously Ross Crockwell gives you some versatility to play corner or that safety position. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, it's a good group. I'm very excited about that group for sure. All right. So let me add this. So, I mean, that's offense, defense, special teams. Yeah. Before we kind of jump into the questions, mm-hmm. rally opinion. Yes. You're, you're returning punter. They have Jose Barrett, 
Oregala. I can't, I'm, I'm Hispanic. I can't pronounce yeah. this. He actually got waived today, but I, I think they're going to bring him back on the practice squad. Yeah. But Ryan Jacobs, your main guy. Right. You do better on this because you never know. Next year could be the guy. Yeah. Uh, and then Darden, as we mentioned, returner, as uh, Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson are, are backups behind them. But mm-hmm. my big thing is, who's you? who do you think is your surprise who made the, the roster? I mean, Dee Delaney is the biggest one that everyone's like, holy crap, he did ball out that last game. Yeah. He just did force himself to deserve the job. But who's someone that was surprising that made it or someone that didn't make it? Mm. Yeah, I, I, obviously, you got to start with uh, Dee Delaney. Um you know, I was a little surprised they kept Grant Stewart, yeah, uh, just because of his limit limited you know ability. But again, he must have flashed on special teams, which is where they need help. And you know, we're just gonna have to see how many of these guys are actually active uh, for game day. And then you you know, you look at their practice squad. You look like a guy like Andrew Adams, who has been here before, and he could be promoted. You know, especially this yeah. Thursday with Jordan uh, Whitehead being injured, and he's good on special teams too. So. That's something to uh, definitely keep an eye on. But yeah, I would say Delaney obviously is the big surprise. I mean, you could kind of say Nick Leverett. He came out of nowhere, um, you know, to, to start camp. But he's kind of been on the team for a little bit now. Uh, but yeah, Delaney, I think, just went out there and he grabbed it. He just took it from people. Yeah, and then another that, – that was cool, though. I mean, the fact that he got two interceptions in that last game. The other – one was it? The uh... – First game of the preseason, he got an interception. I got called back because of a bull crap flag. Yeah, I should have three. Yeah, right. Think about it, three and three games. I'll take that. I'll take that ratio. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something to look forward to the future. Like, this is someone we can break down even more. Show you guys who this guy is. And not to mention, Keith Armstrong said that he was he showed the the hustle, the heart during the the gunner drills and trying to get through guys and to make that tackle. And then he got pushed to the ground, still got up and went after it. So that's something you need to see special players making special plays on special teams. So <laughs> yeah. We need that. Um, especially since Ryan Smith's gone, we need someone to fill that void and really didn't see much besides that last play by uh, who was it that made that awesome. That was Chris, Chris Cooper, who's also on the team as well. So, I mean, you could kind of combine those two. They're, they're both surprises and, you know, that's a good thing. And hopefully they can step up and, and be those special teams guys. But it, we'll see how they just dress people and how it's going to be uh, this Thursday. Who's active? I mean, I guess touch on this before we jump into any other questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bucks signing the Chiefs running back, Darwin Thompson. I'll bring that up. Yeah, I really like that. You know, get him on the practice squad. He's a guy that, you know, can come in, learn the offense, and I think could be potentially like – a replacement if they're not satisfied with, you know, Darden as far as returner, you know, early on. And maybe he's a guy that they can promote, you know, for a couple games here and there. Uh, so I like him. I like his ability. And again, it's someone that hopefully you can keep throughout the season and he can provide depth for you next season when you're kind of low on running backs. I'll say this speed for days. The dude's got quickness, speed. You know, he's learned pass catching because he's on the Chiefs. That's Part of their game, they need to have that. I mean, smaller, 5'8", but the dude is rocked. I mean, he's, he's literally nothing but muscle and, and bone. <laughs> so let's see. It's another kind of good thing for the future. Hopefully he stays on the roster. Let's see. And like you said, the return game, always possible. Yeah. So I guess before we jump into the other stuff, let's uh, address some questions around here. 
Yeah, there was one here by uh, I think it's Nehemiah. I want to say um, mm-hmm. he was talking about who do you think would lead the Bucks in receptions this season? I know that's been a hot topic throughout the off season. I'm still going to go with Mike Evans. I mean, he's in the red zone. Who else is, did uh, Tom Brady get accustomed to throwing to inside the five, inside the ten? He's like, oh, I could just throw this up to him, so he'll get a lot of reps there. Mm-hmm. Just when you need a down, when you need a money down, that's your man. I mean, it, yeah, there's going to be ebbs and flows, like Bruce Arian says, where they're doubling Mike. I mean, they just have to. He's that good of a caliber player where Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown will feast. But at the end of the day, he's your true number one, and he's going to make it known. And I think yeah, he's healthy this year. I still can't. I got to give him credit from last year, that injury right before the playoffs. I thought he was done. The dude literally has the best game the next week against the Redskins or Washington football team. Forgive me. Right. Yeah. And just, I just think this is like potentially that Randy Moss year with Tom Brady. Like they they are working together. They, they've mentioned it. They're getting their P's and Q's together. Like they're they're literally understanding how each other think. It could be special here. I still think it's Mike Evans. Who do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you in that in that way, especially with you know how they they're running more quick game. They're running different routes where they're getting Mike Evans involved. Like now, there's the possibility where Mike can just run five six yard routes and catch the football. You know, to keep the chains moving, and that's going to add receptions to his total. But I also, you know, to counteract that, I do think Chris Godwin is a high possibility if he can stay healthy, just because his ability in the slot and Tom Brady really likes him as far as the repertoire. I mean, he's got a good repertoire with anyone. You know, he goes to the open guy. But yeah, yeah Godwin, I just feel like he could be that. It could be a big year for him. Um, like but, the short yardage, you need you need it. Not yeah. like. The- on the field just because they they utilize him over the middle of the field a lot and his ability to separate against linebackers and safeties or whoever goes up yeah so uh i i like his chances and you know and i don't know he's just so damn good i mean there's a lot of weapons you know to throw to so you really can just pick your poison it's going to be fun because it's funny someone could make the argument for antonio brown too (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good question though g vegas I know this is something we'll touch on earlier, but is mm-hmm. Edwards a better option anyway with Dallas receiving core? I mean, this is kind of mentioning roster as well. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, right. Yeah. You look at, you look at Mike Edwards versatility. I think he's better suited to play deep coverage and obviously he's a ball hawk. Uh, so if you're facing a passing team, like, you know, Dallas could be uh, this season with their weapons. Yeah. It could, definitely benefit you uh, i would still like to have jordan in the game obviously because he's so good as a run stopper and that's the first thing you have to do against the cowboys is, is stop you know zeke and and that running game let there be light damn i didn't know it was real, that dark <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh to touch on what you were saying i agree like edwards is better deep ball safety but whitehead brings a part of the game where Hell, if, if our front seven is getting in that fast, another linebacker in there in space in the short yardage where the quarterback has to get the ball out fast because of the pressure, I think it's a smart idea to have a guy in the box. I mean, Mike Edwards is yeah, I mean, he, he attacks the ball. He's more of a, a down-the-field kind of guy, but mm-hmm. I think either way it's interchangeable. But if it's near the line, Jordan Whitehead, 10 out of 10. 
but yeah. we'll see. Like I said, one A, one B. I still like Whitehead more just because of the, the things he can do closer to the line. Right. Yeah. Another question here from Bud Canalis. Are we worried about the tight ends as far as their injury history? I mean, that's the thing. So, like, usually all these guys were relied upon solely. If you split it between thirds, you hopefully they they don't get hurt. I mean, Gronk made it a full year for the first time in how long last year because of that. Yeah, he maybe he's on TB12 method, but <laughs> maybe all these guys learn that. You never know. Uh, OJ is going for a contract season. I'm expecting big things. Great. Let, let's see. I mean, he contributes no matter what. I just don't think he's going to get the volume that these other guys get. I mean, I I'm, I don't think it's an it's not an issue yet. Let's see. I mean, now Tanner Hudson's gone, so he's a 49er. I know everyone who's a fan favorite just because he was a preseason guy. Literally could catch anything. just couldn't block. That's part of what he needs to do in the system. Like Gronk says, I'm a blocking uh, tight end. Yeah. <laughs> So he just couldn't block anyone, and BA called him out about it. And guess what happened? He's he's gone now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, McElroy is another big, huge tight end that can fill a void. So we'll see. What do you think right. about that? No, I I'm right there with you. Uh, I think it's uh, you know the depth is is definitely good because, like you said, you can rest these guys, you can put them in and out. Uh, and unfortunately for for to be a tight end on the bucks, you do have to block. I mean, it's just, it's a requirement in the offense. They require it a lot in the run game as far as, you know, <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think they're definitely going to be okay. I hopefully all of them can stay healthy throughout the year because, you know, we want to see the potential of OJ and cam out there along with Gronk. So uh, it, it should be just something to watch for and see how they're utilized. And yeah, a lot of guys are saying I'm, I'm hoping good things for the tight ends, big things. You don't even have to hope; it's it's probably likely. I mean, the way that Tom Brady distributes the ball, situational. The I think the way he's going to be able to control this offense is going to be night and day different from last year. Uh, but let's let's touch on this. How do you see Cowboys matching up with the tight ends and Geo coming out of the backfield? Don't think there's linebackers are good against the pass. More of a downhill players playing. At Play action should be huge. Um, I guess we'll touch on that right now, but I will hit that later too. They have very athletic linebackers. I'll say that. They have like four really good ones. I don't know why they're loading up on that. Now that Dan Quinn is there, he's doing more of a 4-3 again. Mm-hmm. I just don't, they have like four linebackers and only three are going to start. So, yeah. So, I mean, let them do what they're going to do with their players, I guess. But mm-hmm. I, I think... How do you attack them? They're still learning. They're still young guys on that defense. Brady's just going to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Get you thinking pass, 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 then do some runs, then do some play action. I mean, it, we can attack you any which way. Which way do you do it primarily? We'll see. I mean, mm-hmm. play action should be involved. Motion should be involved. Something we kind of touched on all through the offseason and Leftwich and Brady kind of joked about. So I think it's going to be – Pick your poison. I'll let you expand on it. If I didn't answer that. No, that that was a good answer. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, going up against the Cowboys linebackers, they do have a athletic ability. You look at Van Der Esch and, and Jalen uh, Smith and then adding Micah Parsons, who could be potentially their best linebacker on the team when it's all said and done. So, 
yeah, they have a lot of ability, uh, but I do agree. It's, it's where you, I, I think you need to run the football at them and, and test them and then utilize some play action, uh, use their aggressiveness against them uh, and find a way to get them moving one way and go back the other. Uh, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of possibilities there. The Bucks can attack. Um, they, they've lost some defensive tackles up front uh, due to injury. I think Neville Gallimore is out. So, you know, that's, that hurts and, we should be able to, I think, run it inside if we do the right things. But yeah, the tight ends and, and Geo out of the backfield, I think, is definitely something to look for uh, and see how early they they pull those out. You know. And before we keep going on about the Bucks Cowboys matchup, guys, if you're in the chat, give us a thumbs up. Hit it, hit it hard. Keep doing it. If it unclicks and clicks back, great. Let's just keep talking some Buck football. The season is here. Thursday's going to be live. We're going to be there. I'm going to have a few beverages, adult beverages. We'll see what happens. Plus, it's driving. It's good. Yeah. All good. So if you guys are there, hit us up, tweet us, uh, Facebook, whatever the heck you want to do. We'll meet up, talk some football with some real bucks talk. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, uh, I wanted to kind of touch how you were saying, like Neville Gallimore is out. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is their their roster breakdown. So check out their defense. So like you were saying, Michael Parsons, rookie linebacker out of Penn State, insane athlete. Almost he's taller than Devin White, but almost timed as much as Devin White did, which is freaking insane. Mm-hmm. Dylan Smith, another guy, freak athlete, but he he was dealing with his ACL injury from two years ago. Left him with nerve damage. Doesn't matter. He's still a really good football player. Vander Esch is. Everyone knows who Vander Esch is. He's actually kind of a household name for the Cowboys right now. And I was mentioning uh, Jabril Cox. That's another one that they could have. I can't believe they have Keanu O'Neill at linebacker. I don't know if this is just messed up. Malik Hooker's as backup to Demonte Kazi. I don't Kazi. I don't know what's going on there, but a lot of youth on this defense. It was mm-hmm. this, the rookie defensive tackle. I mean, run it inside like you just mentioned. I mean. Let me touch on this as well, since we're here. What did mm. that rookie defensive tackle say? Uh-oh. Cowboys rookie tempts fate, talks Tom Brady's weakness ahead of Thursday's night showdown. <laughs> what do he do? What do he say? He's not very mobile. <laughs> I mean, you know he's been playing for 21 years. The dude's a little older, not too mobile. I'd say that's probably what it is. Well, he's not wrong, but yeah, the thing is. He's right, yeah. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was joking with you earlier that we should run some bootlegs and you know see what happens maybe run some play action rollouts and dump it off to you know gronk or whoever but uh yeah i mean they're definitely i think there's there's weakness inside there to attack and exploit and if the bucks find a way to you know spread the the cowboys defense out i think you can definitely have success running the ball out of shotgun and and go that avenue and then use the play action to, you know, throw to receivers behind the linebackers, et cetera. So there's, there's a lot of matchups there. I think you should be able to exploit and, you know, running the ball towards like a Randy Gregory side, which he's not the greatest against the run. Um, you know, I, I think you can find ways to, to power up these guys. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Running the ball should be I mean, getting the heat off of Tom Brady and we should be able to do it. Based on you got a rookie, not much depth behind him. Mm-hmm. Brent Urban, I believe, way back when was on the Buccaneers, I believe. But uh, 
Carlos Watkins, yes, a bigger dude. Still, run the ball because you don't want the... They do have good edge rushers. I'll give them that. Randy Gregory is good. Demarcus Lawrence, although coming from um, a low back surgery over the offseason, still is one of the top edge rushers all around good edge players. Terrell Basham, Torrance Armstrong, Anae Bradley, like that's a good chunk of edge rushers to be coming after you. And you don't want that happening. Mm. Run the ball. Like, like they were saying earlier, run the ball, kind of get the heat off of Brady, then play action. Cause I would love to see Osa. I'm going to try and butcher this. Adig <laughs> Izua coming that's after good. Brady and Brady just good. Enough. Yeah. He's got a new knee. Hell why not? <laughs> but and then at the same, you know, same token, you can look at their secondary and I could, honestly see has come out in that two minute offense and just throw the ball everywhere because there's mismatches there. Anthony Brown is not a great corner. Uh, you look at Trayvon Diggs, he's probably their best guy. Uh, the safeties are, are aggressive, but again, they're out of position. Uh, and then Jordan Lewis is small. Like he's a guy yeah, that you can sure. definitely take advantage of if he's matched up against Godwin or even Mike Evans in the slot. Uh, so there there's definitely opportunities to attack him in multiple ways. Now, Personally, if it was me, I would try to get points early, you know, try to score as fast as you can and get it, get a good lead. And then you can really run the football on them and, and wear them down. No doubt. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Rojo gets, gets ball early and often. Yep. I know Fournette's going to be chomping at the bit to get it too. So take an early lead and run the rock. I yep. agree. I mean, yep. well, don't, don't force the issue. Yeah. Go blocks for hell yeah. MD Peel, thank you very, very much. I see you all the time in the comments section. You're just very involved. We love you down there and keep, keep doing all your good stuff. I mean, you're, you're bringing the questions for us to kind of even dive deeper into what's going on with the Bucks. It's going to be a long season. It's going to be fun. Can't wait, guys. Yep. Um, so let's see. Let's look at a couple more questions here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. E. Lawrence still got it too. Yeah. But Campbell's, you're right. He's, one of the top guys when he's healthy. Uh, G Vegas said it. I'm curious about Neil as a linebacker now. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe they're doing that. I mean, I know Dan Quinn, he's changing things up since he's a new defensive coordinator. Mm. So that's not the biggest thing. Let's kind of address that. Let's come over here. What are the big storylines of the Cowboys? Dan Quinn's addition as defensive coordinator has appeared to be the biggest upgrade made of the defensive side of the ball. So remember last year, I mean, when Dak was on offense, their offense was clicking. It was humming. Yeah. They just couldn't stop anyone at yeah. all. They would give away games. The Falcons gave them a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that onside kick. Right. But, I mean, the, the talent they have on defense is good. It's just a whole bunch of young guys working together. That's gonna, what's going to be hard. And a guy like Tom Brady, 21 years in this, I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to take advantage. But go ahead and break it down more. No, I agree. And it, you know, I'm like, I'm iffy on the Dan Quinn acquisition. Uh, I think he's a decent coach. Uh, again, this was supposed to be his specialty going to Atlanta and as, and Atlanta's defense was really nothing special throughout his tenure there. Uh, now granted he, he might've not had the right players uh, brought in, but again, you're part of that process and it just, it was bad on that side. I mean, just wasn't very consistent. Even their Super Bowl year, their defense was very up and down, uh, not very great. So, yeah, I mean, Dan Quinn, he's got a young roster, like you said, and probably not the pieces that he needs to really execute this defense like he did have in, in Seattle 
when they actually had some talent there in the secondary and guys up front that could get after the passer. Um, he plays a lot of cover three. So that's something that Tom Brady is special. Like that's his specialty. Like he knows how to beat cover three. Um, and especially with our weapons, it, it could be, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of points scored. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So, I mean, MDP will kind of said here, Dan Quinn likes to bring pressure up the middle. My, I mean, they, like you just mentioned, they play a lot of cover three. Mm-hmm. They like to let their front four kind of do what they do. They do have a good front four. Don't get me wrong. But if Tom Brady has time, enough time where our offensive line doesn't get enough credit, yeah. they are good enough to give them time. They showed that time and time again. I know I said time a lot in the playoffs <laughs> over yeah. the season, all last season. So, I mean, Brady doesn't need, need much time. If you give no. him any time, He'll doll it up and beat that ass. And then you got a whole bunch of young guys. Let's see. I mean, I, again, this is something we kind of said during the playoff run. Mm-hmm. If we don't beat ourselves, we should be there. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a good question here by Christopher Cole. I mean, again, I, I don't think it worries anybody uh, because this is stuff that, you know, they have, they have tape on, on this stuff. Obviously they haven't seen it run by the, the Cowboys personnel as far as what Dan Quinn's going to do, but the tendencies are there. And, and especially you have to go off of what he did in Atlanta. So it, you know, there's a lot of information there that can, that can help the Bucks offense. Uh, but like Mark said, Tom doesn't hold the ball very long. The ball's out of his hands, less than three seconds. And, you know, plus with our running game, we should have a lot of options to to work with, and and plus the Bucks are doing a lot of max max protection, yeah. so that's going to help them against the the blitzing that Dan Quinn does. But it, again, it's not frequent like a Todd Bowles or even the Baltimore defense. It's uh, kind of just depending on the situation. But yeah, like Mark said, he likes to use his front four to win up front and play coverage, uh, and that's something that. I just don't feel like you can do against the Bucks. I mean, Washington tried to do the same thing last year against us that the Cowboys are going to try, and it, it didn't work. So, and it's it's kind of a pick your poison because we can beat you in so many ways. Like you, you're trying to drop back, and then you got the tight ends underneath, or now like mm-hmm. Gio Bernard, like someone was mentioning earlier. Can't wait to see what you, here we go. Emily said, "Can't wait to see Gio show us what he's got." So, picture all the amount of weapons you can kind of attack with. Underneath, over the top, in the middle, Chris Godwin in the middle. Yeah, it's hard to, and then the way they level things out on our offense, insane. I mean, whether it's BA, Leftwich, Brady, doesn't matter. It's the team, and it's it got so much better throughout the season last year. You hope they're they're humming the same way starting game one. Uh, before we keep going on, thank you, the crypto column, bullish on the Bucks. Hell yeah, so am I. Yeah. That crypto guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm bullish crypto too. <laughs> much appreciated. right thank you thank you very much uh and bud campless you are correct we are so going to be wide ass open yeah. patented michael plus <laughs> i mean and just last point on this i mean if you look at our latest film study you know the bucks run a lot of uh, flood routes uh and level concepts where you know you have multiple guys going to one side of the field and you're flooding that zone where they can't cover everybody so it just makes it easier for Tom to dissect it, dump it off to a running back or hit the, you know, crossing route to the sideline, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it, it just brings a lot of factors where 
it's going to be very hard for any defense uh, to contain this type of offense if it is clicking on all cylinders, which it, I think it's it's going to be. Yeah. And so some people in the chat over here saying, sounds like this should be an easy win. And also another one, one important detail, Dallas starters didn't play on preseason blowout question mark. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I mean, Dallas, I think is still a solid football team. They have a lot of weapons on the other side. So I I think they'll be able to probably keep it closer um, early, but I I feel like the Bucks will find a way to pull away, you know, in that fourth quarter. That's what they did a lot in in the games last season where they just pull away um, in that fourth quarter because teams get worn down uh, by what we run. I second that. I mean, like, like you, we saw both Panthers games, like it was close early on or we were down because we were making bonehead moves and then our talent, our depth just takes over and you just can't keep up with our front seven just grinding it out, like bulldozing your offensive lineman. Second half, yeah. they come back out like, holy crap, I got 350 Vita Bay again and Dominican Sue coming right next to him. What the hell? And then Devin White, Levante running behind them. It's just defensively and then offensively you just have so many and they're all healthy first game it's gonna be crazy so my biggest worry is the Super Bowl hangover I mean you, it's realistic you gotta think about it I mean last year the only times we lost was when we beat ourselves where it was either flags miscommunication mess ups drops just things like that could it happen again this is a, a prime time game we sucked time last year literally that's not an understatement we sucked is it the lights i don't know how do you do that playoff run in the limelight and then during the season you suck i don't right i don't know so i mean there there's never ever going to be a blowout like what is it unless it was someone got mad on the comments if it was the texans maybe it'd be a blowout (laughs) lions last year yeah that's kind of something that should have been expected a sure win but this one is not a sure win right it's everyone wants to say 17-0 no doubt about it. Yeah. It it's tough. I mean, this this team has had all offseason to prepare. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff has been looking at us. They knew not all offseason. When they got the schedule, okay, we got the Buccaneers. Oh hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are we gonna defend this? So right. they're gonna bring their best guns. They're all healthy, besides the guard situation. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not gonna be an easy one. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, you have you have banners going up you know before the game starts it's the first game of the year so again all eyes are on both teams uh and and there is pressure there you know there's pressure for the bucks to come out strong and and back up you know the talk that has been discussed about them all offseason and you know a lot of people expect this team to to be the best and now you're going up against opponents where you're going to face that best game every week uh so yeah, I mean, if the and Bruce Arians always says it, he's like, if you don't come ready to play, you're going to get your ass kicked, and you know, and that's that's the bottom line. So when you look at the Bucks, they're they're going to have to be ready. I, I feel like they will be, uh, but again, anything can happen in a 60 minute game. Football is crazy; bounces go one way or the other, and you got to hope sometimes those bounces go your way to you know pull off the victory. Football is hard, you know, and Tom Brady says it all the time. He's like. It's a simple game, but it's hard to execute. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, everyone's got to be working together. It, an inch one way, like like they say in uh, any given Sunday. Yeah. Like, literally, it's a timing game. 
11 people working as one. We say that all the time. Brady mentioned it. It's 11 guys individually thinking to make one play work. Mm. Think about that. Say if, oh shit, I'm late. I, I didn't look at the snap. Or Thomas Smith happens to have one of those plays where he's like, oh, sh-. think about PBJs and he lets a guy go. <laughs> <laughs> like things like that could happen and right. shit breaks loose. You have to change your whole game plan. You got to go from option one to option three because option two is not open now. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can happen and it's a crazy game. So not, not, no game's ever easy. It's whoever executes the most consistently over time is the one who wins. And thankfully we got the best decision maker that has ever played the game. So thank you. Thank you again, Brady, for coming over here. Well, let's address the elephant in the room right here. Dallas losing Martin hurts and having Sue back. Doesn't make it easier for Dallas. Let's jump on over to that. Who's filling in for him. Plus Connor McGovern. Yeah. Connor McGovern. Yeah. So, and Connor was, I think one of their draft picks from last season. Uh, Now he's, he's coming in at right guard. Uh, He's played a little bit left and right. So, it, again, he's a, he's a guy I think we can expose up front. You look at Connor Williams at left guard. You know they're not the biggest guys. They they have some height, but again, I, I feel like our front four. You know Vita Vea and Sue. Sue's going to go up against Connor McGovern on the right side for most of the game. But it'll just be fun to see how they can utilize some stunts and and get these guys off balance because again, it's a new starter. Uh, next to Tyler, um, how, how do you pronounce his name? Badaz or Badaz? Sounds good enough to me. Yeah, that's probably wrong, but <laughs> but uh, I mean, he he's a guy that we like coming out of Wisconsin. But again, a smaller player, only six three, you know, a little over three hundred pounds. Vita Vea loves to go up against the center, so definitely can get push, you know, up that up in the middle of the pocket, and that's going to make things tough for Dak Prescott. I can't believe I don't have this audio, but <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, I just can't believe. Yeah, Vita Vea going against anything like that. Sue's going to be up line against him. It, interiorly, that's where we dominate. And if you're, if you're not bringing your best and in inside, we can start pummeling that offensive line because this, the, the tackles have to start favoring in. You ever have favor in? You have Shaq, JVP, Tryon, and Anthony Nelson rotating in and out. Good luck. Yeah, that's all you can kind of say. I mean, they they've been known for the offensive line, but with old COVID that's still out and loud and proud, still it's a scary thing. Again, guys, if you're going to the game, just take precautions, do whatever you can, be safe. Because yes, like someone mentioned, there's gonna be sixty thousand people yelling. Mm. It's it's it, it is what it is, but. I mean, other than that, their O-line, they still have great Tyron Smith. That's always the mainstay. He's probably a top mm-hmm. top five tackle when healthy. But other than that, you, you got to crash the middle. Devin White attributing to that. Imagine yeah. this guy. I was, was going to say that. I was like, that's the biggest factor right there because Connor is, is not going to be ready for those A-gap blitzes coming up the middle, especially with Indomitian Sue. And, and Vita clogging those those holes up and yes, give me ten Norton. <laughs> exactly. Yes, give me ten Norton. <laughs> shit, big bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, no. You 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 finish what you're gonna say because I interrupted, but I agree with you that 
No, you're not, right. Yeah. Good, good. They're, they're not even, you know, counting for Devin White. And, and I was talking about with you earlier today, just running those stunts with Joe, Joe Tryon, Shoinka, and Golston, and all sorts of guys coming across. It's going to be tough. Um, again, we blitz from everywhere. Yeah, that's the difference between Dan Quinn and Todd Bowles. Like, it, it's going to be it's crazy to see Devin White, Levante, healthy, going at it just against a guy that they know they can exploit. Good luck. And then Dak Prescott, let's get your ankle to the test early. Oh, you got a, a shoulder injury to go with that side of shoulder injury? Sure, I'll take advantage of that. Um, JPP, go for a strip sack, aim for a shoulder. Devin White, go for his ankle. Like, I know it sounds mean, but these guys play into that. You don't, right. you don't think? I mean, it's not like the, the Saints game where they, they target guys and they're trying to put you out of the game. Right. They know you're 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 favoring. Attack it. I mean, that's just, just part of X's and O's and exploiting a weakness. That's part of the game. Yeah. Sorry you think I'm an a-hole, but <laughs> part of it, right? Yeah. But, uh, let's jump into it's good to see uh, uh got a Cowboys fan in here, so that's uh, awesome. Uh, welcome to the chat. Uh D I want to say Deontay Cole. I don't know, I probably mispronounced that, but uh welcome, man. It's uh, good to have you in here. I, I think it's gonna be a good game. So oh it's gonna yeah, be good. Yeah, it should be fun. I, I, I think the Cowboys are definitely improved. Uh their defense is not like it is last year because I, I feel like you know, like we talked about with Dan Quinn, he's definitely gonna make them better as far as assignments sound uh we just have to wait and see how that talent gets it uh going oh i got it right okay awesome <laughs> so this is the reason why they're going to be in the game because they're not ever going to be out of a game why is that because their offense is that damn good right. they got deep just as much as the, the bucks do you got mari cooper number one cd lamb number two who's probably gonna have an insane second year He's michael really gallup good. I mean, this is this three rivals R three. I don't, I know Buck fans think R three is like the top in the league. Do not underestimate these three. I'm just saying that right now. Mark Cooper, amazing route runner, can do it all. CD Lamb literally probably could be better than Mari Cooper. And Gallup, deep threat, insane, bigger guy that can kind of go up and catch it. Right. No, Jump they, on that and tell me a little bit more. Yeah, they present challenges. And you know, this is one of the you know, headlines I put out there for the stream tonight. I mean, the offense is that good, especially when Dak is right. Like they, they can roll and, and Zeke, you know, Zeke Elliott, he's a good running back. And a lot of people were, you know, the Bucks defense were talking about him today. Got to tackle as a team. You got to make sure you wrap him up because one, you know, arm tackles are not going to get him down. So got to make sure you swarm to the football and, and make, make plays. Um, so yeah, I mean, offense is, is loaded. And I agree with you. I think C.D. Lamb is, I think, going to be their best receiver when it's all said and done. Like, he's just legit. And, again, Mari Cooper's nothing to shy about. Uh, he's so good, too. Route running ability. Uh, so, again, we're going to have to find ways to get pressure on Dak and definitely can't let them run the football. I know this is crazy, but look at the man's number, 88. Yeah. C.D. Lamb. Right. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin, yep. I mean, he's not as big as Irvin, like size-wise, he's kind of skinnier, but route running, physicality for the ball, like catch, point of, of the catch, guy is nasty. He can get up, he can make moves you don't know. Like him in Oklahoma was insane. 
But I mean that that's truly the reason why they're in they're gonna be in every game, they're gonna be competitive. Right. It's gonna be tough to stop that. I mean, I know I, I like Colton Davis, Jamel Dean, SMB, mm-hmm. but still if you get if you give him two seconds, one of these guys should get open. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my two cents. And then Ezekiel Elliott, our front seven has to do what they always do. Be dominant, dominate the point of, of attack. Do not let this guy get going because you don't want play action happening. It's the yeah. same thing on both sides of the ball. If you get play action working or if you get a running game going, everything else can get opened up. That's why we build from the front with mm-hmm. our defensive line. Our front seven is disgusting. Yeah. It's been two years in a row now. Hopefully there's the third. I right. Mean, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, definitely. And obviously the, the process, you know, Devin White continues to improve. So, you know, that only makes things better. Uh, but yeah, that's that's going to be the matchup. You know, Dak is is a talented quarterback, and you know, see how they attack our defense. Uh, you know, are they going to put in extra blockers to help with protection, and you know, try to maximize the receiving game? You know, that's just the chess chess match that we're going to have to play. Or do they come out and you know throw that quick passing game that we've struggled against before? I think you're I think you're muted, Mark. I muted my own self. I guess yeah. I couldn't hear my, I hate my own voice and it just happened now, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess we have two cowboy fans in here. So we have Swift, Swift speed in here saying that Zach Martin's going to play. Then they just literally officially say he's not going to play. I don't think he's playing. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's oh, out. Yeah. yeah. They declared him out because of the, uh, the protocols. So yeah, unfortunately he'll be out. It's still, I know it is annoying. We, we, we lost to Devin white for a playoff game. Mm-hmm. He's very, our key core piece on our defense. So it does yeah. suck. You can't accelerate the, the protocols. It's just part of it. I mean, I would hope he would come back just so we can face the best and see if we are literally that good or if we're not, but yeah. this is part of it. Uh, but, but that is huge though. Losing a, Pro Bowl guy like Zach Martin, that who's literally one of the best guards in the game, to a position where you're facing Dominican Sue and Vita Vea. We mentioned it earlier. It's going to be scary. The amount of floodgates you can kind of push into that one area to have that guy th- start thinking on his toes. You went from preseason action to now live game action where things are coming at you 100 miles an hour. We're game planning to beat you. Mm-hmm. This time it's not just vanilla defense, vanilla offense. Again, good luck. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a great game. I'm just so excited that, yeah, you're probably seeing the comments as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. But yeah, it's just going to be a fun matchup. I think this matchup, uh, you know, when the schedule came out, a lot of people were kind of iffy on this matchup, but I feel like it's going to be just a fun game. Uh, and it's, it's a great way to start the season and, you know, hopefully, you know, as, as, Bucks fans, you know, we want to see our team come out on top and it's just going to be, it's going to be fun to, to see how it all plays out. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it could be possibly a shootout. I mean, there's a two offensive fire power, fire powerhouses. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened there? But I mean, to begin the season, this is what it should be. Something where you can kind of see excitement with the, the matchups, Dak Prescott coming back, an offense that has potential to be insane. If you give him any time, 
They have nothing but weapons. It's the same as the Buccaneers. But the thing is, the Buccaneers are coming off a Super Bowl. Do they have a Super Bowl high that where they think it's entitlement? Oh, well, it'll just be an easy route because they'll just fold over. No. Mm-hmm. Still the same season. BA's been saying it. Do not play into, oh, we're the tops. It's all over again. You're, yeah. you're at the bottom of the pole. Again, you got to work your way up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's what happens. We got a lot of youth on this team too. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, and again, it's, you know, who protects the football, who makes the less mistakes. Usually that's, you know, the outcome. That's what decides the outcome. Uh, and who's who's got that ability to enforce their will on the other team early on uh, and control the football game. Uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of good matchups. And, you know, it all starts up front. I think that's where it's going to be decided. Who wins that, that offensive line, defense line battle? And, uh, you know, and then who plays smart who makes the right decisions you know that's that's what's gonna break it all down for us and who wins yeah and guys bring some questions in the chat we'll kind of address those as we go through it but i mean i know the the cowboys fans are getting really heated into it hey guys don't get mad at it this is part of it this is Mm -hmm. game week this is the the banter you want to get back and forth you want competitiveness you don't who the hell is going to fold over Mm-hmm. Game one is very unpredictable. I fully agree with that. And this is coming from a Buccaneer fan talking to a Cowboy fan. Very unpredictable. We're kind of giving you the the line, like the storylines. I mean, the Cowboys are coming back from injury, second year under McCarthy, first year under Dan Quinn. Yeah, like, what do we expect? I know Tom Brady knows, but does the rest of our offense know? Yeah, 11 working as one. We mentioned it. It's it's tough to get everyone on the same page. So. That's part of it. Yeah. I love the trash talk. <laughs> hey, it's not even trash. It's just literally how it is. It's, it is what it is. I mean, you got to find your mismatches. Like I just said, attack your right guard, test out Dak's ankle and a shoulder. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's not trash talk. It's literally going after what we think is a weakness and hopefully our Buccaneers exploit it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the name of the game. It's all about mismatches, uh, you know, mismatches and how you attack offensively and defensively. Uh, and man, it's going to be a fun game. I can't I can't believe that it's already here. You know, we're almost under seventy two hours away. Uh, and man, Ray J Ray J is going to be something we haven't seen before in a very long time. As far as the atmosphere, just the electricity that's going to be in that building, it's going to be truly special. I can't wait. Like uh, you, sh- you sent me that. Uh, was it Wisconsin versus uh, Penn State? Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope they do something like that, where they were jumping. They put the jump around song on. Yeah. The stadium lit up. Crazy atmosphere. Oh gosh, I hope it does. I hope they do something crazy. I mean, again, the motion's gonna be really high. I, I think just, just crazy train playing. I think it's gonna get this stadium rocking like never Ozzy before. In the background. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's, I know I'm going to be crazy. I know that. <laughs> That's a guarantee. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, we got a lot of questions here. Let's see. Um, is McCarthy a West Coast offense type coach? Living dog. Yeah, that that's usually his background. Um, yeah, that's the kind of system they like to play. But I would say with Dallas weapons, it's kind of a mix. But yeah, they do run a lot of, you know, slants and, yeah, start a wave. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but 
but yeah, it's definitely he's it's a timing offense. Um, so Dax, you know, gets get rid of the ball, you know, out of his hands quickly, and they like to stay on rhythm. Yeah, for, I mean, this from his time with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers loved it. Then he had to learn something new. He got a little upset, but then he learned, holy crap, this new wave offense is pretty good. And you, you adapt or die. And guess what? Aaron Rodgers was MVP last year <laughs> and he almost retired. So let's see. Let's move forward. That offense does work. Let's just be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves to go on four, go on four down as well. well mm-hmm. See, that's something where he might have to do based on score in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's all situational. Yeah. Everything is situational. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, I was going to mention another thing. Just lost it. But TB12, Goat Man, can't wait to hear the cannons firing. Same here. Mm-hmm. Hope I lose my voice and my hearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a bunch of people were asking about the record. What, what do you think our record's going to be? MD Peel said 13 4. Uh, Mike B said, What is your. Guys, Buccaneer record prediction. That's part of it. Yeah. I'm, We're not going to break down the whole schedule like we did last year, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just go with 13 and four. You know, I think that's, that's very attainable. I don't, I don't see the, the 17 and O and all, all that stuff. So get that out of the, out of the way. <laughs> My heart says 17. No. Okay. <laughs> But I mean, realistically, there's going to be some mishaps. I don't think we lose four games. I think at the at the most we lose three, just based off Tom Brady's consistency and mm. timing with everyone in the offense this year. I think at the most three. I don't see any loses any more than three. We do something bad happen in the season, really bad, or they just or they they benched guys because at the end of the year. We we have home field advantage. You better hope that. Yeah. Right. I don't want to do the same path that we did last year. <laughs> true. 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 Yeah. I mean it. it again, it's it's a week to week league, so I don't really. Yeah. There you go. Twenty. You know, <laughs> that's the way to do it. But uh, yeah, I, I just I'm not big into record predictions because again, this NFL league is so wild. Anything can change, like a snap of the finger. So. Right. And plus, you know, we're still dealing with COVID. You know, we've already seen how that's affecting teams. It's affecting Cowboys, the Tennessee Titans, across the league. Um, so that's something you have to battle every every week. And so it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge to be consistent throughout the, the season. There's another one, 20-0. and 0. Damn. A lot, of, a lot of confidence. I love it. Mark, Mark's a dreamer. Love it. Hey. <laughs> it's true. I mean... Do I want that? Yes. I mean, just like everyone else in the chat, they, they, they're going to try and win every game. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But like Deontay saying, COVID plays a big part. We saw it last year. Things can happen. Look at the Chicago Bears game. Mm-hmm. Teams will find you're getting the best from every team too. Yeah. The best. There's no, oh, we're going to come in. They're going to take a day off. We can maybe steal this one. No, it, you're getting... This is the Super Bowl champs. This is how you're going to tell if you're on par or not. Right. Like Tom Brady didn't get enough. Now the label's on the team. There's no days off. I know it. some Sundays you're like, what do you mean? Everyone always goes hard on Sunday. 
now, I guarantee bottom of the barrel teams are just playing for contract at times. You you got to love the game to kind of go after it. If it's the beginning of the season, get get ready for the best from every team. It's it's mm-hmm. going to be hard fought games. I don't I don't think you're going to see any like blowouts till later. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. Again, NFL's tough. Uh, it's you know you don't see we've only had what one undefeated team do it. You know the whole year that was Miami Dolphins seventy two. They have that record for a reason. It, it it's hard. It's hard to do that. So. Someone else did do an undefeated season. Who was that? Well, that was the you know New England Patriots, but I'm talking about throughout the whole, you know, entire year. So, well, I mean, because I, I touched on this during the off season. Tom Brady's he has everything. What else, what doesn't he have? First time to go seventeen and zero ever, <laughs> and the first time. Yeah. Hell, why the hell not add it to the accolades? To what no one has ever been able to do. Keep stacking. Is there ever any doubt that you are the GOAT? Let's see. Does he put the same fire in everyone else? I don't know. Again, it, like we said, it's a, a huge team game. 11 guys got to be thinking the same. Mm-hmm. If one individual takes a playoff, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> well, let's see. It's going to be fun. I'll say that. It's going to be fun regardless. Just pray for no injuries. That's it. Yeah, injuries is vital, and we were lucky with that last year. So you got to have some some luck. And you know, don't get me wrong; I would love to go into Raymond James Stadium sixteen and zero against the Panthers to have the opportunity to be seventeen and zero. You talk about wild atmosphere; I think the stadium might just explode. It'd be it'd be really really awesome to see. And then obviously going into the playoffs, being undefeated, sure that'd be great. Uh, but again, the goal is to win a championship; it's not to go undefeated. So that's, that's where I stand with it. That's the bottom line. Cause Michael plus said so, <laughs> <laughs> but if you go undefeated, you win the championship. So it's like, eh. I want undefeated, but realistically there's going to be hiccups. Yeah. There's going to be teams. It, it, just, where, it, it happens. Yeah, where they, it's almost like where you see like almost in a college football, college football, college basketball, where, the game before the championship, like they go all out because they beat the team that they should have beat, mm. but that team really isn't up to par. And a team that shouldn't have won it does win it in the end. I don't know if anyone caught that. Like, because because you're going to get everything from every team, it's going to be hard. Like, it's you have to have that same hunger you had last year where you want to win every game. I, mm. I think Brady still has that. Still, the defense. I mean, they have a lot of dogs on there. I'll be honest about that. But let's see. I mean, they're so youthful. Do they still have it? It's a big deciding factor. I mean, mm-hmm. young and immature is a bad thing. Yeah. It's only yeah. so much a coach yelling at you can can get across. You have to have the inner fire. So mm-hmm. let's see. Let's see. Oh, Rock 813. Y'all keep talking undefeated and the jinx. <laughs> The Bucks, they might lose week one against Dallas, and the Bucks don't play with a, with a lot of good hype. Right? Well, that's part of it. They're going to be facing this every every week. Yeah, yeah it's not definitely. like anyone's hasn't mentioned undefeated to them. I guarantee they're talking about it themselves. We we need to go undefeated. We have the best roster in football. Mike Evans says it plenty of times. Mm-hmm. They should. They have a they have a Pro Bowl roster. 
they should go undefeated. Yep. Point blank. It's just <laughs> wow, playoff beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm growing it out. So see how far I can take it. He's already 17 and 0. He's in the playoffs. Right now. <laughs> Got one thing on the mind. So right, championships. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh so here's one more before we head on out. The Rams game scares me. What do you think on that one? It's end of September. We got a long way to go. Let's beat Dallas first. But yeah, I mean, it, they're 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 a really good team. Short and sweet. I loved it. <laughs> it's one week at a it's one week at a time. You, you just gotta you gotta have that mindset. Uh, I know it's the old Greg Schiano, you know, one and O during this like one and O seasons. But really, that's what it is. Like, it it just has to be your focus has to be on one game at a time because you can't fast forward. Once you do that, then you're in trouble. I'm not even going to add anything else. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. Plus, with that said, take us out of here. Guys, I just want to thank you all for all the questions and comments. I know we didn't get to everyone, but again, we appreciate the love and support that you guys offer. Uh, it's really awesome to have. We had over 50 viewers in here, so that that's great. Uh, and we got much more content to come out, you know, as the season goes along. We just uh, produced our own Patreon account. So if you want to give us even more support and see us more on YouTube full time, uh, please go check it out. The link is in the description and, uh, you know, join us. So we're going to have some exclusive content on there throughout the season. Uh, so it's a great time to, to sign up right now. Uh, but with that said, Bucks Report, shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. The Pigskin Podcast Network. Uh, you can catch our podcast on there as well. Uh, much thanks. So, everyone, have a great week. Go Bucks. It's going to be a great game. And with that said, until the next one.